0: Greetings, I'm Brad Thomas, and this is After All is Said and Done. Welcome. After all is said and done, then we will know, won't we? But perhaps we can know now, if we choose to. Here with one week remaining in the month of April, we got the exciting news that former Vice President, former U.S. Senator, all-around great guy Joe Biden Uh, is due to announce his presidential run as of this coming Thursday morning with, of all things, state-of-the-art online video. Are you excited? Are you as excited as I am about this? This is just... It really is entirely too exciting. But So, the senior statesman... Uh, he is going to enter the fray after careful deliberation. He has decided that uh, this nation needs for him to run for president because there are not enough other Democrat candidates already in the mix. Or that, you know, even with all of those choices, all of those outstanding candidates available to us to choose from, to select from, that still, that none of them really rises to the level of gravitas, importance, and quality, and so forth, that is called for. And therefore, he is willing to perform public service for this nation's people's Yet again, here, here, well, from the sublimely ridiculous to the obscenely ridiculous, yes, the so-called college admissions scandal, which I have not referred to heretofore, I have been restraining myself as best I could but I would refer to it as the elite university admissions scandal. Oh, it is exciting. Yes, there has been a nationwide investigation by none other than the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Yes, and we have had the U.S. Attorney's Offices busily prosecuting these grievous criminals and throwing the book at them and the sink at them and everything that they can find to throw at them, regardless whether there is any rhyme or reason or pertinence whatsoever. It reminds me so very, very, very much, even though Donald Trump is the president— It reminds me so much of the Clinton-Rodham Clinton-Gore Jr. administration, in which they dug up, they dredged up, and they corrupted, and they perverted and twisted and contorted the RICO Anti-Racketeering Act to use to criminalize God-fearing, God-honoring, God-loving self-sacrificing people who were opposing induced abortion. By committing egregious crimes like sidewalk counseling, like trying to share some modicum of truth about what induced abortion really amounted to, what it really entailed to young women before they were herded into these abortion mills, and rapaciously and violently preyed upon. But dear old Hillary, that champion of women and champion of children, she was at the forefront of this. She was the Nazi stormtrooper in charge of this, in charge of the war room for those eight bloody years in the White House, and in charge of the persecution and prosecution of those good and godly people. Am I saying that these people are of that substance, or of that tenor? Are they of that quality? No, absolutely not. However, other than the fixer, the one in charge of it, the one whose cottage industry this was, William Rick Singer, who immediately rolled over, pled guilty to all charges, cooperated with authorities, and turned his attentions to all who had paid him vast sums. Yes, what a fine individual. Fine, lock him up, throw away the key. I don't care if he ever sees daylight other than in the prison yard for the rest of his life. Fine, if that's what you want to do. But for the United States of America to employ its most powerful, most sophisticated law enforcement agencies to go after these people So many of whom, if not all of whom, were not even cognizant they were committing crimes and who are being prosecuted for crimes they did not commit that don't fit whatever it is that they did. Money laundering? Really, do you know what money laundering is? Money laundering. That is uh, the latest charge, along with conspiracy, to commit mail fraud and so on and so forth. Mail as in M-A-I-L, not M-A-L-E. No, that kind of fraud is entirely fine and good. Mail fraud, transgender mail fraud, that... Oh that is commendable. That is that is championed. That is lionized. That is just oh it is so advanced and so forth. Yes, but mail fraud M A I L fraud and money laundering. Well money laundering, you know, I, it just it struck a note with me was you know money laundering again this was intended this was directed at the mob. Organized crime, <laughs> <All> right? <laughs> it, not exclusively that, but very, very, very heavy emphasis. Money laundering on the mob, not to mention, again, mail fraud. Again, the mob. Money laundering, the concealment of the origins of illegally obtained money otherwise known as ill-gotten goods, blood money and so forth. And the mobs, the mafiosos and others, have been notorious for using quasi-legitimate businesses and even legitimate businesses to disassociate their mountains of cash from the source from which... This money was elicited. But to go after these people, if any of them did in fact do this, pay money as bribes, which is accepted practice in most of the world, if they did in fact do that, they used their own money. This was not money gained from prostitution rackets. This wasn't money obtained from having assassinated people. This isn't money obtained from selling people into slavery. This is money obtained from their professions. And yet our wonderful, exceedingly intellectually honest, honorable, noble, truth-seeking, rule-of-law championing US attorneys offices and FBI are going after these people persecuting them yes they may have engaged in something that was not the most <laughs> the most uh, honorable behavior But they are being persecuted as if they are vicious criminals and with laws on the books being twisted, contorted, perverted to try to inflict as much harm on these people as possible. Bravo, President Trump. Of all the crap you've done and you've Actually, your administration has done some good things, which I've commented on before. But of all the junk that you personally have done in your lifetime and that you've done while president, gaining the presidency and while president, this is the worst. This is the most loathsome thing that you and your Justice Department and your FBI and your U.S. Attorney's offices have done. The worst. And meanwhile... Every single solitary day in this nation, precious, darling girls and young women and young mothers are preyed upon by absolute destroyers and the FBI doesn't get involved in most of those cases. They don't. (laughs) But, you know, we know what's important here, right? Don't deal with that. Don't go after the evil ones. Every pimp in this nation should be summarily executed if we had a justice system that was just. But never. God forbid. What about their human rights? Every kidnapper, rapist, murderer should be summarily, swiftly executed. And then there would be some deterrence. And then there would actually be some credibility for a justice system. Instead, we're going to go after these people. Right? There was Martha Stewart, and now there is these people. Oh my, it is just so outstanding. I just I am just in awe of our justice system. It is really something to behold. Tremendous, really tremendous. And now William H. Macy, an actor whom I have never cared for, and he usually manages to look pretty creepy uh, in many of many of the shows in which he has starred. But William Macy, interestingly enough, as far as I know, is not being prosecuted, even though his wife... Felicity Huffman uh, was the numero uno uh, celebrity and who pled guilty to these terrible, infamous crimes. Now, of course, great focus is on Lori Laughlin. Now, I never saw her in Full House. I've only seen her in Hallmark movies, and she is by no means my favorite. And, but I have seen a handful of TV movies that she has started. And the reason she's not a favorite of mine is because I don't view her as a female romantic lead. A mother figure, okay, but <laughs> anyway, I just don't. So, but here, Lori Laughlin and her stylish husband, Mosimo Gianulli. Yeah, they were released on $1 million bonds. <laughs> what are these people? You know, they must be godfathers or something. Don't you think so? I mean, really? And so now, in addition to the other charges, now they've been hit with, and I do mean hit with, these intimidating Charges of money laundering and conspiracy to commit mail and wire fraud. What are mail and wire fraud about? What are those crimes about? Are they about sending some money to someone for them to provide a service, or instead is it a matter of trying to cheat people out of their money, to rob their money from them, to steal their money from them. That's what it's about. And yet our wonderful, upright, rule of law-honoring, intellectually honest Justice Department, U.S. Attorney's Offices, Federal Bureau of Investigation, all which report to the Commander-in-Chief, who is known for his uprightness, his outstanding character, and morals, moral integrity. They all report to him and they are prosecuting these people on these absolutely outrageous charges. Will they get a conviction? Probably. Because, to quote the president, this is rigged. And what constitutes evidence, mountains, voluminous evidence should be thrown out on the basis that these charges are outrageous. But, oh well, contrived. But our wonderful government, it is just so outstanding. Oh, And what is the terrible wrong that's been committed? Because, of course, you know, these elite universities, they're not involved in this. What's the terrible wrong? Oh, that one person that wants to go to that university won't be able to go. Mm. Is that the problem? Do you really think that these... (laughs) These cases, that this is, this is depriving some significant number of people in the United States of America of following their dreams, of achieving their dreams. Really? Think again. I mean, you're free to believe that. You really are. You're free to believe that. But as I've said before, life isn't fair. It isn't fair. It hasn't been fair to me since the day I was born, and it isn't fair. Even though I'm white, you know, I'm Caucasian, right? Most of my lineage comes from northern Europe, from Britain, and from the continent, most of it. All right? But as I've said, I believe that my claims to Native American heritage are... Stronger than those of a certain presidential candidate who shall remain nameless for the moment, and likewise other claims I, I could lay to minority status. You know, but but Lori Laughlin just <laughs> just outrageous that this is what we're going to use our. Law enforcement agencies, our most elite, our most elite law enforcement agencies to go after this woman and her husband, among others. But very prominently against her. And they're going so far, the prosecutors are going so far as to brag about that they are going to get the convictions and they're going to put them away for a long time. So the taxpayers... Those taxpayers out there, the ones who were up in arms about, oh, this terrible thing that's going on, meaning the scam, not what's being done to these people, being made an example of, but uh, (laughs) lo and behold, the people that are so appalled, oh, about There being some bribes going on or whatever. Mm. Are they going to be appalled at their tax dollars being used to incarcerate these people first to prosecute them? To convict them? To put them in prison? To keep them in prison? To make them felons while we allow vicious, ruthless, monstrous, torturous destroyers to roam the streets of this nation and to be free from the FBI getting involved in pursuing them. But, you know, hey, this is modern U.S. of A. here of today, right? Really good. But speaking concerning Lori and her husband and her families just a few quotes, this is putting unspeakable stress on her and her family. And indeed, the prosecutors are using that to try to break them down. This is fun and games. This is warfare for them. You know, as far as I'm concerned, these U.S. Attorney's Office people, they should have gone into corporate law because they don't give spit about stopping crime. They don't give spit about actually doing something about monstrous, hellish crimes. Instead, they are political lawyers, political prosecutors, who are oiling the skids of their political careers, as far as I'm concerned. And what do I know? But again, concerning Lori and her family, quote, they're having to play this all out publicly and they're fair game for jokes and memes, but also outraged by people who are saying they're cheaters, end quote. Quote, they're being destroyed, end quote. Yes. So these two, along with coaches, counselors, that is admissions counselors, parents, parents caught up in this this dreadful horrible scandal. Mm. Meanwhile, Lori, she knew that as did the others. I imagine or any of them, any that were involved, if they were involved, they would have known that, you know, this is not grade-A behavior, all right? This is not the way they would want things to be. They would want their children to be able to be admitted without there being anything untoward. But that's a world different from supposedly committing some felonies and having the whole world seemingly come down on them and persecute and prosecute them with a vengeance. It's funny. Let me just uh, digress here for a moment to tell you a story, personal story. Once upon a time long ago, it was in the heart of winter, the coldest part of winter, and I was finishing a journey of, I can't remember, at least 800 miles, driving a family van, an extended family van. I had bumper strips or stickers on the outside stating a couple websites that I had that were Christian, and it was obvious from the names on the bumper strips. I had my mother with me in the front seat. There was nobody else in the vehicle. I pulled off the freeway in a city town in Maine. It was icy. It was it was below zero. I, I was, and it was just terrible. And it was like 2 a.m., and the streets were deserted. But I had seen a sign that was still lit that was for Dunkin' Donuts. So I came off of the freeway. I went down the main street one way, saw nothing, turned into a parking lot, turned around to come back the other way. And I had one or two police cars there on me and their lights going. And they got out and had their gun drawn. That's right had their firearms drawn, and anyway, it was just a wonderful scenario. They decided that I had done something untoward. I made a right-hand turn at a stop sign that I stopped at fully, but they insisted that I had not. And they, they had nothing better to do. It was 2, 2.30 in the morning, and they threatened me, they threatened my mother, my mother who at that time was 70 plus. And anyway, I refla- they never apologized for any of their, they kept us there for 40 minutes in the bitter cold and the heater was not working in the vehicle and had to have the window down and so on and so forth and my mother somewhat frail but just wonderful, best and brightest kind of people. Well, <laughs> and I couldn't help but reflect. You know, if these boys who are playing police, if they actually encountered somebody bad, it wouldn't have to be a terrorist group. It wouldn't have to be an Islamist cell. It could just be one murderous individual. They would be toast. But here they could bully us. (laughs) Anyway, it was just, it really, really impressed me with the police, I must say. It's not the only experience I've had with police, nor the only bad experience I've had with law enforcement officers, even though (laughs) I have never been in the position of provoking them. But nonetheless, I have experienced police abuse and so forth. And... It's just it's just wonderful here. Again, our high and mighty, powerful law enforcement agencies doing this and being so stinking proud of it. Not just men, but women. Really outstanding. Again, they should be corporate lawyers. They're cut out for that. But... Before I go on, let me just say this. I'm Brad Thomas, and this is After All is Said and Done. And whatever is right and true and good and praiseworthy in these programs is thanks to God Almighty and His Holy Son, Jesus Christ. Whatever is lacking, erring, that's on me. Now, with regard to elite university admissions, you may not consider Texas Tech to be among the most elite, <laughs> except in athletics. But still, it is a major university, and I'm sure that they have some some claims to being amongst the elite in some fashion or other. Well, lo and behold, 14 years ago, the Education Department's Office for Civil Rights began investigating a complaint filed by an anti-affirmative action group. They were protesting the affirmative action program at Texas Tech. And lo and behold, now 14 years later, Texas Tech University, its health sciences center, its medical school, will stop considering race or ethnicity in deciding whether to admit applicants. That's right. Now, just because that complaint was filed 14 years ago, that doesn't mean that's as far back as dear old affirmative action, reverse discrimination, you know, pro-black racism goes. No, no. But since that complaint was filed, it's taken 14 years for them to change their policy. So now instead of giving preferred status to people of color, Blacks, browns, what have you, Native American Indians, instead of that, now they will supposedly consider the applications with a blind eye concerning race. Hear, hear. (laughs) But, oh my, my, my. The Democrat party won't have it that way. Well, I mean after all, affirmative action is their baby. Speaking of that, and the presidential race 2020, which again, the esteemed Joe Biden is apparently on the verge of joining the myriad candidates on the Democrat side for that. Cory booking it to the White House Booker has introduced a bill in the Senate for slavery reparations. Oh, Corey, oh, you, you visionary, you. How heroic. How inspired. He will inspire generations. Just like Ruth Ginsburg. But... Just so happens that eight other Democratic presidential contenders at one time, it's probably sixteen now, uh, also partially backed this, none other than the woman from the land of camels, Kamala Harris of California, former attorney general there. Woman of color who believes that this is a good thing. And our Native American Indian woman, Elizabeth Warren of Massachusetts. And while it's not easy to tell, to look at her, that she is perhaps a person of color, I think perhaps she is, at least on the inside. And Senator Bernie Sanders, that young rabble-rouser Bernie, Bernie of Vermont, independent but running as Democrat. I don't understand that, do you? And former San Antonio, Texas, Mayor Julian Castro. In addition to the great sodomite hope for the White House, Indiana Mayor, Pete Buttigieg, uh, even though it looks more like butt-a-geek to me. But uh, anyway, he is, yes, also in the group, and former Representative Beto O'Rourke of Texas, and just an all-around... Uh, Visionary kind of a guy. And then Congresswoman Tulsi Gabbard of Hawaii. I didn't think she was from Hawaii. I was thinking she was from, I don't know, New Mexico or something. And businessman and entrepreneur, Andrew Yang. They're all on board along with Al Sharpton's National Action Network and so forth. Yes, it's exciting. It's exciting. So, something to look forward to. And, again, uh, we have the opportunity to see the first openly sodomite president of the United States of America in our future. Wouldn't that be exciting? I mean, I just, oh my, I just, how fitting is that? How appropriate is that? extremely. Now, at some time in the very, very, very near future, if I live that long, I am going to have to, at a minimum, devote one program to the UK, to the United Kingdom, because as far as I'm concerned, if you want to see the United States of America, what it will be, you know, a year from now, two years from now, just look at the uk so i will have to do that but meanwhile just to reflect ever so briefly on the uk there have been protests there in the uk demonstrations by none other than drum roll please the extinction rebellion yes the extinction rebellion they're rebelling against t- extinction And they will pressure and force the government to do their bidding. And it's just exciting. And this youth movement, this comparative youth movement, is enjoying, of course, some celebrity additions, too. But uh, since this group was formed last year, uh, among its great accomplishments... Uh, its various members have shut bridges down. That's right, bridges. They have poured buckets of fake blood in Downing Street. Oh, my. Oh, my. Yes, they have blocked entrance and egress from the BBC, British Broadcasting, and they have run around near-naked in Parliament. Yes, in Parliament. Yes, bare-bottomed. Makes me think of Pete Buttigieg, or Buttigieg, Buttigieg, Buttigieg. Yes, And there are three key demands by this group, objectives of this group, that it is seeking to accomplish. It wants to force the government, the odious government, to tell the truth about climate change, which I will briefly tell the truth about in a moment since in case the government fails to, to reduce carbon emissions to zero by 2025. No problem. And to create a citizens assembly to oversee progress. Because after all, none of the representatives in parliament are popularly elected, right? So instead we need to have, you know, absolute democracy, right? Right. Outstanding. And among other things that they are doing, tactics and so forth, they are trying (laughs) and succeeding to some extent to get as many people arrested as possible. But of course, treated with kids' gloves. Treated ever so gently. Not like the aforementioned people who stood against the monstrous, hellish evil of induced abortion for which this nation has been suffering all manner of evils for decades and which it is suffering the judgment of God for. But all these people that are protesting, fighting against climate change, global warming, Uh, They are treated with kids' gloves because, after all, they are on the right side of history. No, they're not. (laughs) They're on the losing side. And I don't mean at the moment. I mean ultimately. Ultimately. But uh, anyway, so they cause these commotions and so forth in order to cause the police to have to come. They block the thoroughfares, and the bridges to force the police to arrest them and to keep the police from actually making any effort at preventing crime, stopping crime, halting crime, interfering with crime, interrupting crime. But, you know, it just reminds me tremendously of the Federal Bureau of Investigation and of the U.S. Attorney's Office's Instead of them focusing on the monstrous, hellish, evil, satanic, sadistic destroyers, they are focused on prosecuting Lori Loughlin. Outstanding. I mean, really cut out of the same cloth here. (laughs) All right? Outstanding. I I just, it's just exciting, that's all. Yes. And meanwhile, speaking of that odious British government, and it is odious, but hey, but for other reasons. <laughs> Here, United Kingdom. Members of Parliament they paid obeisance to the 16-year-old girl Greta Thunberg, Swedish girl who's been nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize. Yes. They had to pay a business to her today. Oh, it is just, it's wonderful. I mean, it's just so exciting. It's, yes, it is inspiring. But here in the U.S. of A., our most elite, our most sophisticated, our most powerful, our most feared law enforcement agency being used against people who supposedly, allegedly, purportedly tried various means to get their children accepted to elite universities. Hmm. And here in Britain, the British law enforcement is tied up with doing the bidding of these young, global warming activist protesters and their older sidekicks like dear old Dame Emma Thompson, whom I actually like as an actress. She's uber-leftist like the overwhelming majority of the acting profession are. But... Now to something of greater import, the kind of thing that the FBI should be involved with. But of course, it has more important work, thanks to its boss in the White House. (laughs) Because it would be totally inappropriate for him to pick up a phone and say, what are you doing? And start firing some people. That would be totally inappropriate for this president to do that. Yes. it's what I would do. <laughs> it's what I would have done before now. But what a cleaned house of some of these exceedingly unrighteously zealous prosecutors. But and I'm really disappointed at Hallmark. Really disappointed that they disassociated themselves from Lori Laughlin. Immediately, immediately, what it reminded me of was, again, this Roman Catholic bishop who has responsibilities pertaining to Concordia High School when the young people from that high school were in Washington, D.C. for the March for Life, and these Native American activists did everything in their power to intimidate them and provoke them and then lied about it all to the press. But it reminds me very much of that and disappoints me. But, hey, there's much about Hallmark that disappoints me, but that disappointed me. But, anyway, we have bigger fish to fry. Over in Sri Lanka... You know, we have these people who they love to keep on insisting that the battle is won, the war is won. You remember President George W. Bush (laughs) on the aircraft carrier years ago, years and years and years ago. Mission accomplished, I believe the banner said. But now ISIS supposedly has been all but eliminated from Syria-Iraq and dispossessed of the caliphate that it was attempting to accomplish, you know, to have its own, to carve out its own state to export terrorism, Islamist terrorism around the world and to seek to bring about Islamist hegemony world enslavement. But as long as there are Islamists, (laughs) oh, extremists, no, not militants, not extremists. Why is that? Well, because they are not as extreme as the founder of Islam was. Contrary to what Condoleezza Rice, Condi Rice would tell us, Contrary to what President George W. Bush and Dick Cheney and Donald Rumsfeld and Paul Wolfowitz and whomever else would tell us, contrary to, of course, what Clinton, Rodham Clinton, Gore Jr., Barack Hussein Obama, Joe Biden, and the rest tell us. Islamist terrorism is not perversion of Islam, as Condi Rice so infamously stated. You no, know, they can never use, you may have noticed, <laughs> in the past many decades, the word perversion can never be applied to the likes of Democrat presidential candidate, Pete Buttigieg, or Buttigieg, I prefer. No, it can never be applied to sodomites. Instead, it can only selectively be used in a very perverse way. (laughs) But anyway, as long as there are Islamists who are bent on Dedicated to, committed to doing what that false prophet Muhammad was a role model to them to do and taught them to do. As long as there is any <laughs> number of Islamists that are following their leader to abolish Christianity, to abolish Jewry, to annihilate Christians and Jews. These things are going to continue. I know when I saw the first reports of this series, simultaneous or near-simultaneous series of terrorist bombings, explosions in Sri Lanka... I knew it was Islamist. It didn't say so in the reports, of course. And early reports were that 207 had died in these Islamist terrorist suicide attacks on Resurrection Sunday, referred to as Easter. 207 dead, 450 wounded, but then... That was before the dust settled. I knew that the death tolls and so forth would be much higher. And indeed, of course, they have been. They were revised, 290 dead. Not 207, but 290 dead. And then they were revised again, 321 dead. 500, more than 500 seriously injured, gravely wounded maimed, mutilated, children, little children, babies, women, young women, couples, families. Oh, but these who committed these things, they're martyrs, according to the Condoleezza Rices and all of the others, the Susan Rices and all of these others, all of the Democrat presidential candidates, all these, they're martyrs. They may be misguided, but they're martyrs. No, they're murderers, they're destroyers. They're all currently in hell. And they will be going to the Lake of Fire and Brimstone for all eternity, along with Muhammad, and along with Allah, which is, again, just a pseudonym for Satan. But, horrifically enough, the authorities in Sri Lanka had received warnings, had received information. Where did those warnings come from? They came from Indian intelligence. And they had them in time to make some significant changes and safeguards. The warnings were quite explicit concerning targets and concerning who was responsible, what group was responsible, and who its leader was. And nothing was done. So the blood of all these people is on the Sri Lankan government. Truly. I was shocked when I saw one video of a church service, and there were three churches that were bombed during Resurrection Sunday services, and to see a young man, pardon me using the term waltz, but waltz in, stroll in with a backpack on. I have never in my life, I'm not saying it never happens, I've never in my life seen someone come into a church service with a backpack on. That's not to say that there wouldn't be a legitimate reason for it, but nobody was looking to the outside. Nobody was watching the exterior. There was nobody that was screening who came in. (laughs) Just outrageous. But tremendous. Tremendous. 321 dead currently. More than 500. Gravely injured. And then they come out with these different reports about why this took place and so forth. This was in the works for a long time. This didn't just, this wasn't just cooked up in the last two weeks. This was in the works. But this is the true face, the true nature of Islam. Perhaps you saw this exceedingly rich couple, the wealthiest man in Denmark, can't pronounce his name, Holch Polvson, or some Polvalsson, and his wife, who uses a different last name, Anne Storm Peterson. They are very progressive people. But the wealthiest in Denmark, and now the largest landowners in Scotland, they have four children, four that they will remember one that is still alive after these bombings. Three of their children were slaughtered in Sri Lanka. That is the true face and nature of Islam, the true face and nature of evil. But by all means, we should have our most illustrious law enforcement agencies twisting and contorting and perverting our laws to prosecute and to nail the likes of Lori Laughlin. I'm Brad Thomas, and this is After All is Said and Done. After all is said and done, then we will know, won't we? But perhaps we can know now if we choose to. Thank you.